1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. We are live, live, live. <laughs> this is Derek Somerville on the B&B. And today, I have with me in Colorado, the only man ever to figure out a way to itemize and file every grain and dirt and item he brought on his backpacking trips for his taxes, <laughs> Carl Mandrioli. <laughs> What's up? Uh, I didn't know you knew the word itemize. That's impressive. <laughs> I Googled it. It was really, I, I was like, what? Yeah, you know your stuff. And it is tax Great. season, so yeah, you got to get those in, man. That's, you know, you're probably a little behind on that right now. Bro, I'm done. I'm okay. done. Just making sure. Oh, yeah. And with me today is Derek Somerville, a man who once nicknamed himself Snow White. <laughs> <laughs> like, legit, you did that. I did. Uh, I said, sometimes people call me Snow White, yes. So if you want to, yeah. if you, you were talking to me earlier in episodes about like, you know, rehashing used material. So I just wanted to, yeah. want to point that out. So. I expected no, more for sure, but but it's it's all about trail names, and you already named your, you named yourself multiple times, but I, that mm. was the best one. Okay, well that's fair. Yeah. The names we got today are I'm excited about this episode. This uh, is this is a Derek episode for sure. So yeah, I think it's going to be good. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think we're not no trivia today, but we have we're going to be going over lots of these quizzes that we constructed with names right. and uh, just kind of having fun with it. So yeah. And if by no trivia you mean you are not prepared for trivia, so I actually prepared a backup trivia just in case, then you'd be correct. I have trivia prepared, but I don't know if we'll use it. But I've got I... trivia as well, and right. mine's better. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, we'll use your trivia. Actually, you... I don't know if mine's better. It, it is. Well, we'll see. Anyway, okay. yeah. Right. before we jump in, though, I do have a couple of tidbits. First of all, upcoming okay. episode... Need the nominations for the most ridiculous backpacker of all time. Again, can't be a newbie. We're looking for two to three things they do or they bring that qualify. So, again, you can message us any way you see fit to communicate that. Mm. Yes. Absurd. Think absurd, guys. Yeah. All right. This next tidbit might take a couple minutes because this is a surprise tidbit for you, Derek. Let me me get situated here. Yeah. It's kind of, and it's bad news, actually. For me? Uh, not just for you. It's oh. not all about you. Yeah. Whew. Good. Okay. So we, this week, just got our um, permit for North Cascades rejected. No. Are you kidding? Yeah. This so, is news to me, guys. This is yeah. news to me. No, I, I haven't told anybody. Yeah. I mean, I haven't oh. told you yet. So just to, re- just to recap, one of the most popular parks, Glacier National Park, we got eight guys in there on a nope. permit that we requested. Then if we follow that up with Yosemite, another one of the top national parks in terms of popularity, and then we go to North Cascades, which is not one of the most popular parks, and we can't get in. <laughs> let me let me ask one question. Is okay. does this have something to do with Ranger Annie and the Bear Canisters and you getting <laughs> and you getting blacklisted? <laughs> you got flagged. Perhaps I, it was an it wasn't just Yosemite, maybe it was like nationwide, right? Oh, uh, maybe you're just banned from all parks. Jeez. <laughs> Man. Man. Uh, their their permitting system is not very good. I'll just put it that way. They're tr- they're on their way, but and it's not because we didn't get rejected. There was issues where they had a resource that you could use to plan your trip, and then when you went to plug it into the reservation page, hmm. the information did not match up. So where one campsite says, "Oh, you can have twelve people here." Mm-hmm. On the information page, it said you could only have four. So you've just basically planned a trip, and now it just doesn't qualify. So it kind of, there's some kind of inconsistencies there. 
but that's not what I don't want to complain. It's, I'm not complaining. It's already done. Move, it's already done. Yeah, it's done. It's done. We got to move forward. Yeah. So my question to you, Derek, is now what? What would you do in this situation as a as an expert trip planner from a previous episode? <laughs> wow, you're just <laughs> throwing me into the lion's den. I love it. Well, you don't have to be specific. My my first gut is like, is there anybody I can talk to direct? But I don't know if that's if that's even possible. <laughs> <laughs> you're laughing. <laughs> I'm entitled to a permit, therefore I surely want there's somebody I can talk to. Talk to, talk to management? No, I don't know. Like, did you did you try to call them and be like, hey, <laughs> what am I going to say? They they already they they picked their people for the various uh, you know, backcountry campsites. I'm accepting it. I'm not going to complain don't, they don't know who you are obviously or maybe they you know maybe they <laughs> typed in your name into the system and like oh this guy yeah flagged oh. yeah backpacking and blisters complainers so what what's yeah. your back what do we we have to talk about this i don't know on the air or off the air like no i think i think it's good because i think people have have probably had this experience before so yeah i can tell you kind of my thought yeah. process and then i'm just curious like what your gut feeling was like you know what would you what would you do in this situation? I know you haven't, you're not prepared. So I just thought, well, you know, well, how would you respond? First, I would cry. Um, okay. Deal with it. Have, I already did that. Have some heavy, fatty, caloric food uh, of some type. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. Um, <laughs> I think, I, I think that probably I would call you and we, I would talk about it with you because I think that's, it's good to spitball. It's good to get us some ideas and, and sure. discuss, you know, you know, because I know one thing that you do really well is like, you know, hey guys, here's some options. If this doesn't work, let's talk about it. And again, it always mm. I think it always falls back to the group. I would try to communicate with the group um, and see, well, this is what happened. What do you guys recommend? What do you, you guys want me to push for this or that or option? Right. So I think I'd start there. Yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not going to ask the group. I think th- you can ask me. Too long. Just I, ask me. I, I'm going to ask you okay. and maybe like another guy or two, but Okay. All right. So it sounds like you don't it sounds like you don't have a specific No, not at this thought. time. No. I mean, okay. So I'll, I'll give you well, some Well, okay, of my wait. Thoughts. Let me let me ask you a question quick. Okay, so I know we had three or four options. Uh, is that to say, like, just one of them got shut down, or no? All of they them? Had, they gave us four, yeah, options to to plug in, and all of them of got the shut four, down. I could only come up with two trips that would work with the number of people we had in our group, right? And the the way the backcountry campsites and the shuttle systems worked. And yeah. of the two, really only one was legit because when I wanted to actually plug it in, some of those campsites that said they had ample room for us mm. didn't match up. So I, I'm like, I'm just going to plug these in anyway. So it really probably was just one option. And they showed it. Part down. of it's because it's a smaller park. Part of it's because of the time that we're going and so stuff's not going to be melted. And so, and we don't have guys that are trained on the ice. So mm. that was it. Okay. So here's, here are my, okay. I'll give you three choices, three courses of action. You tell me which one you choose. And right. I'm not committed to anyone. So okay. we're, we, the thought was to go to a Sasquatch, quote-unquote, territory that is in, you know, the Pacific Northwest. So there's another national park within reach of Seattle called yep. Olympic National Park. Okay. And there are some sites that are available there, so we could probably plan a trip there. Mm-hmm. Uh, problem, two problems, is if we go mm-hmm. with ones that are just straight up available so we can kind of lock in our, our plan, Yeah, the trip is going to be a lot higher mileage and a lot of elevation gain. Like it is not going to be an easy trip. Mm. So, and there's multiple trips, but they're all, just the way that that park is set up. That's just going to be how it is. Yeah. Another option is just to show up in at that place and hope we can kind of, this could be sure North Cascades, by the way, is just try to get a walk in permit and just mm. say, look, we're showing up with seven guys. Do you happen to have anything available for us? You know, you know, along the lines of some plans that we have. Yeah. So it's option two, and we could do that. And okay. part of option two would be if we got rejected, we'd have to have a plan B where we go somewhere else, but that's going to like cost us half a day of driving. So right. that's kind of a risk. That's a risky one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Option three is we just yeah. say so long Pacific Northwest for this year, and we go to kind of where we know. We go back to the Sierras, and we go to a spot that doesn't mm-hmm. have the quota system, and we and we we can still right. find a cool place to go to. Probably won't be Sasquatch territory. But and it's gonna be more kind of some of the stuff that's similar to what we've done before, so not as dramatically different. Honestly, my my first inclination uh, is to go option two, is to just fly up there and try okay. it because I think these trips are something you're gonna look back on and be like, "Yo, we went for that. We have this epic story of maybe it worked or maybe it totally bombed, but like I think we'd have fun figuring out where to go after that if we had. That's your style. If you're hesitant, then obviously okay. we'd have to go do. No, I'm not. I gave you three legit options. I'm not I hesitant. I feel comfortable with any of those, and that's probably the one I'm leaning towards. Is so if two, we go so. out there and they're just like, forget it, guys. Like you're not going on this trail. Forget it. 
Um, is there something drivable nearby? That's, that's okay. So that's, this is a question yeah. that this is a question that I would actually like to pose to the listeners out yeah. there because I know a lot of listeners actually live in the Pacific mm-hmm. Northwest, or they have been up there and have more experience than we do. Like pretty much, if you've gone once, you have more experience. <laughs> I mean, I guess I take that back. I've, I've been up there once. I've done some stuff yeah. up there, but that was a long time ago. So if there's any listeners out there that have any ideas, I'm thinking of like our plan B would probably be in a wilderness area that's not a national park that is kind of drivable from the Seattle area with, I'm going to say half a day's drive at the Mm -hmm. most and easy to get permits. Maybe even like one of those permits you sign up at the trailhead. If you can think of anything along those lines that you think would be, you know, a beautiful area, four days, three nights trip. Please, yeah, we got to tap into to the resources For we have sure. out there. So please For reach sure. out. We would appreciate it. I think if you if you had anything remotely that you could go do like that as a backup, I'd say number two all the way. I think you might like number two without a backup. I think you like you want to go all in. We could just hike around town. You know, I mean, like yeah, you know. that would not be fun. But an urban hike, as I said. <laughs> all right, so I, I did just kind of spring that on you, but all right, I think we're on the same page with that one. So. Yeah. That is the situation we're in. So we've been talking North Cascades for a couple months now, and we failed to get the permit. Gosh, dang it. But you know what? You know what? To make this more like of a kind of a silver lining, mm. the area that I was looking at in Olympic National Park, if we get that, like it might actually be better. And it's I think it's known to be more of a heavily traveled Sasquatch area. Hmm. Well, so lucky for you. The, yeah. Those apples might come into effect there. Yeah. Downside, I think there's a lot of bear canister requirements there too, though. <laughs> Do okay. can a Sasquatch open a bear canister? Is that we might have a chance to find out? Okay, just make it. We'll throw that out there. All right. Okay. Okay. So that was that was a long, but I thought that was worth discussing, and maybe people have some feedback for other yeah. thoughts. Anyway, okay. Verse for the episode Genesis seventeen five. This is all about the changing of the name. Yeah. No longer will you be called Abram. Your name will be Abraham, mm. for I have made you a father of many nations. Indeed. So that's God changing Abram's name to Abraham, and there's no better namer than the good Lord. Mm. So speaking of names, Derek, do you actually know what your name means? I do. It, yeah. My name means uh, full of justice, ruler of the people. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I came up with two, through my own research, I came up with two possibilities there. Mm. One of them did say gifted ruler. Yes. So that I is think true. That's, yeah. That is true. Okay. The other one said bad judgment. <laughs> 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 is that Urban Dictionary? Is that what that is? Uh, I think I just made that up, actually. Oh, so okay. sorry. Okay. So you know your stuff. That's good. Yeah. I was impressed. I didn't think you knew that one. Well, you know, I do read a book or two every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> do you know where the idea of trail names came from? Uh, no. Good question. I don't know. Okay. No. So this might be the only piece of information we have that's actually like informational in this episode. It started with just the Appalachian Trail and how crowded it got there. And so people found that trail names were easier to remember than people's normal names, you know, like Joe and Bob, like hmm. that's Joe number yeah. one, Joe number two, whatever. And so, yeah, so, yeah, so they had, so they had um, different names, obviously the trail names and I thought there were some kind of like specific rules for how you get your trail name, but they're not that strict. Some people will actually name themselves, and some mm. people will get named by fellow hikers. But sometimes they do this before they start the trail, and sometimes it's on the trail. They wait for their name to sort of like arrive to them, so to speak. That's that's kind of yeah. weird. I feel like that's kind of like the same thing as like I just bought you a star or named a star for you or whatever it is. What's wrong right? with that? You know how you can do that. I'm just saying, is it like that easy? Um, I, I, mean, I think I don't know. these trail names stick with people for years, if not forever. So oh, wow. they've taken right. pretty seriously. And I, so I think it's important for us to, of course, streamline this process by creating the trail name generator, right? It's a generator. It is a fully functioning machine <laughs> that pops out accurate and uh, uh, just awesome names, I thought. And so, and Derek and I designed the trail name generator with the most ridiculous questions. And so I thought it would be yeah. good to, yeah, just to go through them. So, sure. okay, so the first question that was on there was, what is your real name? And just like mm. my middle school students, we had quite a few that were unable to come up with the answer for that one. I don't know. <laughs> it's a hard <laughs> it question. Is, it is. I don't hard... know if people are paranoid. They're like, 
is this getting tracked somehow? But like, there was no requirement for last name, so we had some we had some no names yep. on here, but that's okay. Uh, okay, yeah. then we had five questions in a row that you came up with. So are you are you asking? You know, are you are you kind of clarifying? Like, yes, I did questions one through five in case your questions stink. And then you, or my questions stink, and then you can kind of blame me, like, well, yeah, I didn't write. There's that no question. blame going around. There, there is, is going to be some judgment, though, for sure. <laughs> oh, definite, definite judgment going on. I'm going to challenge you on your questions, and then you can challenge me on my questions. So I, I liked your. I thought your questions were pretty good. I like them. Well, thank you. I, I think. Well, okay. So I'm a teacher, and asking good questions is, at times is not easy because I've been doing this for mm-hmm. years and years, and every time, every time I make a quiz or a test, I'm like, oh that question's kind of like not super clear or I'll have kids ask me and I'm like, yeah, that's a good point. Like I didn't really think about that. So for example, your first question on a scale of one to 10, how much mischief do you try to get into by intentionally pranking others? Mm. And this is on a scale of one to 10, but you didn't Mm. specify as one like a lot or is 10 a lot? Like which, how do you You rank yourself? I I think it's pretty self-explanatory for anybody. And I think most people answered (laughs) it just fine. Uh, Okay. One is always low and 10 is always high, Carl. You know this. So there was a there was I think we had one. I think person that's what, how time. people read it. I th- I would agree with that. I don't think that's always the case. So I gambled then. I Either gambled. way, of all the listeners, I think more people trended towards a medium to low amount of mischief, and there was just a handful that were on the higher scale. Yeah, which is expect. I, I kind of expected that as well. But you yeah. know, these questions are you know a lot of them are ambiguous and a lot of them are, are strange, yeah. and that is what makes the generator so accurate. Ironically. You know what I mean? And just my own self-reflection on that question, I would say I'm definitely on the lower end of mischief most of the time. Mm. But on this upcoming trip, I'm going to be on the high end. Really? Wow. Okay. Now, your next question, if I said to you, freeze-dried, fresh, or foreign, in parentheses, mystery, whatever that means, I do not know, (laughs) how would you respond? It's for you to decide. (laughs) Most people, the highest, or it was like 31.8% of the people actually... Um, a little, a little higher than that actually, because I think mm-hmm. some of these bars needed to be combined. Yeah. They said fresh, which is, which I don't understand. It was interesting. I guess some of the stuff you can have is fresh, but definitely dinners after night one, it's hard to come up with the fresh stuff. I think if you asked me, I would probably say fresh because that's what I'd prefer. Um, but if I'm, if okay. I think I, in reality, it's going to be freeze dried though, because unless you know, if I'm going on a trip like we go, yeah. on, it's hard to bring fresh. It would be nice. I mean, we, you know, your trail mix is technically fresh. Ugh, I don't even bring that anymore. Yeah. But, okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right, next one. You're, you're hiking mm. solo. It's yeah. nighttime. You're about to go to sleep, but you're just laying there. What thought is most likely going to cross your mind the most? Okay, so I actually really like this yeah. question. I probably would have left it open-ended just to see the crazy things people came up with. You gave some options. I did. And overwhelmingly, it's 63.6%. Ugh, I'm so comfortable. Now I have this overwhelming urge to pee. Exactly. I hit it. I yeah. hit home with that one. I think a lot of people resonated with that one. Uh, what so would you pick on that one? That one probably. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I think I picked the first one. What's that so, noise? Animal tree. That's relaxing. I think that's yeah. probably what I would pick. Because you're just comfortable in your own skin out there, which is awesome. I enjoy the outdoors. Yeah. Yeah. And then this next one in general, do you prefer? Staying on the trail or going off trail? This is actually not surprising. Seventy-seven point three percent said staying on the trail, as expected. Uh, Where would you go with that one? I prefer. I mean, I prefer. I think if I had to choose, I'd prefer off trail. But I like. I do like the trail. I don't not like the yeah. trail. I think if I can pepper both, I should have probably put an option on there. If you can pepper in a little bit of both, that'd be nice. But I okay. wanted people to make a decision. You know what I mean? So well, I, I'll tell you what. I'm going to give you creative freedom this summer since. All these plans that I had and all the time I spent with North Cascades went down the drain. Yep. I'm not as tied to any of these other trips we're going to do. So if there's a sort of an off-trail shortcut that you want to try, I'm open to it. Unless, Let's I guess, unless it. I know yeah. there's a really cool, like, overlook coming up or something like that. So, all right. This one, I, this one, I like this That's one. Fair. When you see a ranger, they, <laughs> and then you gave some options there. <laughs> okay, so there was intimidate you, as ranger Annie did to Carl. Are a bonus in your mind, their knowledge and experience could be handy or annoy you in general because yeah. you just yeah. feel like you may get in trouble for something. Oh. And that yeah. and by the way, that last one was the second most popular answer. 32, yeah. At 32% about. So uh, at 54.5%, it was people 
felt Rangers were bonuses. So interesting. There you go. Interesting. Yeah. I think when you're following the rules, I think that's definitely an agreeable thought. I think it depends on your personality too, because if you are one of those big troublemakers, I think you're more likely to put they're going to annoy you because you know mm-hmm. you know you're doing something wrong. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Right. Uh, all right. Let's go through your questions quick before we get to these uh, magical names. You've reached the trailhead exhausted. You've you've never done so many miles. You're famished. Please describe your perfect meal. Yeah, I like that question. I, I'm obviously okay. going to go with the uh, salmon pesto, of course. <laughs> salmon pesto. So you're going to eat a freeze-dried meal after you're done hiking is what you're saying? It's it's real. I mean, that's being the most realistic. If I'm in fantasy land, which I guess I could have jumped to, which would have made sense, I probably would have put like, you know, I don't know, some sushi or some, uh, you know. I don't think you understood the question. What do you mean? It's a perfect meal. Like, you finished the hike. You got to the trailhead. You're exhausted. You've never done so many miles. You can go to your sushi place. Who, how do I know? You can uh, go. Okay. But you didn't specify. Am I completely done? I, I, I got to the trailhead, but maybe yeah, I got to hike. Sure. <laughs> maybe I got to hike another uh, mile or two to the car like we've done before. Maybe I got to take a ferry or a bus back to my car. I don't know. So describe your first, I feel like this is a pretty straightforward question. <laughs> as I did for mine, but no. I, I will say a couple people did choose Mountain House as their answer, though. <laughs> Looks like Eric and Dave agreed on that one from yeah, our responses. Sure. And then somebody sort of implied, Jason implied Mountain House by saying Chili Mac. <laughs> now, if you had said, if I reach the car and I'm exhausted, well, then we yeah. got something to talk about. But Trailhead, okay, I mean, well, I might have more to go. I might have to do a, tr- uh, a shuttle or something. I don't know. An hour show. Most people had most people had barbecue steak, um, something spicy and filling, hamburger, sure, uh, burger or pizza, Taco Bell. Like people, mm. people read this correctly. I think if so. it, <laughs> and they read my one through ten correctly as well. I think you know. I think okay. if I had to choose something like that, I'd probably just say In and Out. I think I love okay. going In and Out after get a burger. All right. That's that's very Western biased when we have areas like that. But I I would agree. It really yeah, is. I like that too. It's totally yeah. Um, okay. Your next one was a picture of a gentleman laying on the mm-hmm. ground, and it, and only his head is lying inside of a mini, miniature tent. Yeah, kind of weird. Uh, yeah, and you asked, write a caption for this picture. Right. Very open-ended there. That was extremely open-ended. So you could yeah. have, like, we had some great answers, which we will talk about later uh, for some of the nickname winners. Um, so I'm gonna keep going. Next question was, which of the following is the scariest scenario? And really quick, I'll just say, uh, you had a few options here, which was good. You obviously included the other two for those people that were open ended. Dead mouse, somebody put in your pack. Okay, that was nine point one percent. Agree with me on that one. You're off trail and you lose the map or whatever you're using for a map. Yeah, that was uh, tied for second at eighteen point two percent. People don't want to lose mm, their map. I, yeah, I had a feeling on that one. Uh, next one, spiders in your tent everywhere that would be my wife's and that was the second place also at 18.2 percent wow okay uh your airline of choice lost your backpack so, okay so that was the most popular one at 27.3 percent but that surprised me like i feel like that's overcomable where some of these others are just disasters have you lost your whole pack yeah you could make do with you can just go to walmart and you know you can make do you can tough out one trip now now if you're if you're stuck with that stuff for the rest of your life then yeah, that'd be tough. But if you just you could tough that one trip, I think. You well, it depends on the trip, and it depends if you're a mooch like yourself. You know, <laughs> could you do it? So that's that's there t- it is again. That's to be determined. Okay. Hey, I, I'm people are entitled to their opinion. I'm just saying for me, like I feel like that wouldn't be as. I feel like for you too, that would not be as big of a deal. No, I, I think I would welcome the challenge. It'd be like I went to Europe and and my main pack. I remember I, the fanny pack for my very first trip is all I had when I went over to Europe for like a week. Okay. And they, they lost my bag. So I it was not fun, but you know, I kinda like those challenges. But yeah. Um final answer is your biggest trip of the year. Um bad weather the entire time. Yeah. That one would actually that'd probably be my second choice is that's at nine point one percent as well. There miserable. were other there were other answers on there, but yeah. That's and, I think we got that one. Okay. Okay, so the question reads this. It says the next podcast episode should be about this was kind of a sneaky one because we have a kind of a running list of upcoming episodes to finish out this season and actually just to do some summer episodes and to start up next mm. season. But we've had some episode suggestions that have been good. And I thought, you know what, let's see what people have out there. So I think we should yeah. go through these. Let's, let's talk about them and see if these are worth doing. Maybe if we've kind of already covered them or, or what. Mm-hmm. So first one was fire. 
An mm. episode just on fire. I think you'd like that. Of course. Of course I would. Yeah. Okay. What about right. dirt and its therapeutic qualities? <laughs> mm, that was a fun one. I, yes. Yeah, creative. Okay. We could come up with some fun stuff for that. An episode on the dirt. Um, Gear Talk, I, d- I, kn- I definitely know that's going to be popular one. That was one of our po- more popular episodes this season, and so we mm-hmm. have to come up with something. I think we could come up with another Gear episode, even though that's not our strength necessarily. Yeah. This one's an interesting one because I'm concerned that this one is not going to hit the masses, and that's backcountry fishing. I feel like we should have... We, I feel like we, you guys used to fish more. I don't feel like anybody really does anymore, though, in our group. Uh, yeah. We t- well, yeah, that's definitely true. There's a couple guys that are actually pretty good at fishing in our group, mm-hmm. and one trip I, was, I just basically said, we are going to be at a lake every single night, and they still didn't bring their fishing stuff, so I don't know. Wow. Yeah. I would say that maybe as part of an episode. I don't think we can do a whole episode on that because I think we have a kind of an interesting balance of trying to engage everybody. We have you know a variety of listeners from people that have actually never gone before to beginners to seasoned mm-hmm. veterans to people that know way more than Derek. So it's tough to hit everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Hard to do. Hard to do. Right. Um, okay, what about this one? The most legendary trip either of you have ever been on? I mean, I have... Legendary trips, but if you're talking about backpacking trips, I think we already covered it. Yeah, um, budget gear. I think that would we could probably tie that into to, um, gear talk. Getting lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, that could be fun. Yeah, we did an episode called Lost in our we first did. season, so yeah. we might have to revisit that one. Okay, this one I actually really like this suggestion. I just wonder if we're going to lose some of our uh, more seasoned veterans. That's top ten beginner tips. Mm. Didn't we kind of cover something like that a little bit? Well, well, with, our first with- episode, you know. With being or yeah, bringing the newbie. The new bringing the newbie, right. Yeah. Um, well, I think we need to do another, another... I think we got to figure another one where we can talk about some beginner stuff that would be helpful, but also still engage everybody else. Maybe we could throw that into a trivia somehow. There's good. Yeah, there you go. Okay. You know what yeah. I mean? Okay. Bucket list hikes. We did an episode on that last season. Mm, and that's bugs. That's a good one. We could hit up bugs. All right, so Derek, we got one more. What's the, what's the last one that, that you liked? Oh, I like that one. Uh, uh, it was best kept secret places for backpacking. Uh, for example, trails, parks, and places that don't get a lot of attention but are true hidden gems. So I, I like that last part, but if they're really secret places, aren't we just making them unsecret at that point? Um, yes, but it's the B and B family, and maybe you know okay. you could have a reunion at one of them. I don't know, you know. It's so. a reunion. Uh, I like that. Who knows? Yeah, definitely some parks that are that are less visited that have some cool stuff. I already know of a couple, and and we could talk about that for sure. Okay. All right, so I think that wraps that question. We got one last question that was part of the generator. Yes, we do. The last question was a picture of a little boy jumping up in the air with glee. Hands outstretch over his head, legs apart off the ground, and it says, what is this picture I found randomly on the internet all about? Right. And I thought that kind of reminded me of you, but it did not necessarily remind the listeners of you, so there was some stuff about me in that one, which I think you're going to address later. But my favorite answer for that was Caillou with hair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I saw. Have you seen I that saw. show, Caillou? Yeah, my girls have watched that show. Yeah. I think that was by Joe. And yeah, so for those of you who don't know, <laughs> sometimes you have your kids watch a show because like, I don't know, you just ha- you just need a break. And so they've been like crying and screaming, whatever. Right. And like, they're, it's, for, it's for younger kids, for, you know, two-year-olds, three-year-olds, whatever. Right. And so you put on Caillou and the show is about a kid who's crying and screaming. So it just defeats the purpose. It's the worst show ever. So. <laughs> <laughs> we have a DVD in our car of it and sometimes I'll throw it in because I can't find anything else. Oh, nice. And I'm just like, these songs just drive me crazy in this in this show. But I'm not going to lie. If I was in your car and I saw the DVD, I might break it. I wouldn't hate you. <laughs> that, okay? I, yeah, that's a show that I make fun of. Anyway, sorry. I, that was my favorite answer for that. Sorry. We spent a lot of time. I think people get the gist of all the questions. It's time now to, to see how the trail name generator, otherwise known as Derek, mm. has come up with trail names for some of these folks okay guys so here's basically what happened is i went through all the quizzes all the answers and i if you if you're wondering like derek how did you grade these like how did you come up how did you determine my answer to that is don't worry about it this is for fun and so some things in the quizzes spoke to me they resonated with me and they helped create some names and they helped uh get you selected for names so Let's just go through it, have fun with it. Um, and if you feel like you are one of these nicknames, um, 
have at it. You know, I'm never going to know. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think we want to know. I think they, if they actually start abiding by their names and not abiding by. If you guys want to pump these names out into circulation with my tag on it, feel free. Right. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna save my favorite one for last. Um, all of the Very all dramatic. of these are my favorite actually, but there's one that really I think is kind of funny, but. Um, oh, these are my. Favorite. I really like them. I really. I, I, I took some time with <laughs> I these. Don't, I don't want to. I don't want to marginalize anybody that I chose. So I will. No, just I really don't. I really have no. Um, I, there, there's no like ranking of these. These are all just like based on traits okay. and things. So, what about your last one? Isn't that the best? Well, it's one? it's my favorite because of <laughs> the answers that were kind of pinpointing you in a negative way. So that's that's why that's oh, why I, I see. I, so okay. there's no like first second okay. place. These are all you know. Okay, so let's start with this is this is for Elizabeth. Yeah, so when they the first thing I saw was, you know, when they see a ranger, they intimidate you, as Ranger Annie did to Carl. And I, I enjoyed her can her <laughs> candor on that. I enjoyed the fact that she was honest about that because um, you know, not a lot of people are gonna admit that they're intimidated by uh, a ranger. Spiders in your tent. I love it. The next pat the, the next podcast should be uh, odd experiences. I think that was a fun topic actually that we forgot to mention but mm. we should include so overall the answers are great they were honest they were funny somebody definitely would want on the trail and so i'm gonna plug this into the generator right now and let's see what comes out it looks like elizabeth you have received and been dubbed pure magic that is your trail name yes, yes. pure magic pure magic i mean that's I'm not getting the connection to what she said, but I like it. You know it in your heart because it's pure magic. All of it. Okay. All of it was pure magic. The next person. Now, are we talking just like magic, like kind of fun or like actual sorcery? No, the per- <laughs> <laughs> We're talking Harry Potter. Okay. No, pure magic in the sense of it's, it's, um, some people just know what they're doing. And I don't, I've never been on the trail with Elizabeth, but I think some things don't, some things don't need an explanation. And, and that's why it's yeah. pure. You know, it's pure magic. Like, okay. I can't really go into it with you, Carl, but that's what the generator popped out. <laughs> that's what came out. So, All right. All right, next one. What you got? So Eric Jones, uh, some of his answers, uh, he was about a five on the pranking scale. He, let's see, I'm going to go down here. The caption for the tent was, it's ultralight. I can make it work, which I appreciated because I love, you know, anybody who can make ultralight work in the most gnarly ways. Um, the next podcast should be about Carl carrying three bear canisters on the trail while the rest of the group mooches food off of him. Then they run into a then then they run into a ranger and Carl gets awarded a bear conversation medal. Mm. Bear conservation, not conversation. Sorry, bear <laughs> conservation medal. I was like bear conversation. Oops, my bad. Oh, I like the first one better. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. So um, you know how to talk about bears. <laughs> concert, concert. I, th- I feel like <laughs> I feel like um, Ranger Rick would would have that medal. Maybe that's true. That's true. So I'm not going to go through all the answers, but let's plug this into the machine, and I'll tell you what Eric Jones received. Eric Jones, your trail name generator dubbed you Camel Cud. Camel, <laughs> Camel Cud. <laughs> And you might think to yourself, Eric. <laughs> what in the world? You might think you might think to yourself, Eric might be thinking to himself, Derek, how can you call me the spit of a camel? Nay. Nay, I say, Eric. Let me explain, my friend. <laughs> yeah. So absurd. Oh my gosh! You, love it. <laughs> okay. you know when, how in the world can he come up with did you come up with camel cud? Well, camel cud. You know, Eric should be proud of this name, not offended by this name. And I'm going to tell you why. Because if you're thinking of animals that can that can survive in extreme heat, extreme cold, extreme everything, it's a camel. They right. they're the most one of the most adaptable animals in the animal kingdom. That's true. And so it reminded me of man, to be the cut of a camel would just mean like I am the most adaptable uh <laughs> just the most adaptable backpacker out there. You know what I mean? Like I can survive anywhere. Like you throw me in any environment, I can survive. <laughs> Eric. Oh my goodness. You're welcome. If Eric actually adopts that name, that would be awesome. Camel cud. Be proud. Camel cut. I don't know how you can top that one. That's that was. Oh, don't worry. We got more. Okay. 
Camel Cud was, was one of my favorite names, though, for sure. Uh, all right, the next one I have is... Uh, <laughs> <Camel> <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing Balderdash again, and I, I voted for that. <laughs> you probably would vote for that, actually. I would. Uh, okay, the next name I chose was for... Or the next quiz I chose was for Molly. All right, some of Molly's answers were... I won't give you all of them, but I'm going to give you some. Uh, the caption for the picture, the, the face in the, in the tent was, Not the face! A.K.A. I took that as like, you know, I don't want bugs to get my face. or I don't want to get punched in the yeah, face. Protect the face. Protect the, I don't want a bear to eat, you know, to come and grab my face as we... <laughs> to eat my as face. We nice. Most of the other answers were, were solid. The picture of the little kid she put was... Her answer was winning, which I appreciated, winning. Uh, simple but effective. Um, mm. The next podcast episode should be about knowing your limits, which I appreciated the wisdom in that. Like, maybe she's, maybe she's a person that's very self-aware maybe she's a person that's very uh humble in the sense that she can admit her weaknesses and wants to learn and wants to get better Mm -hmm. which i definitely appreciate so let's plug it in let's see what she got (laughs) molly you have been dubbed lady of the shire (laughs) Lady lady of the shire and you're like Derek, maybe I didn't even watch Lord of the Rings. Maybe I did. But the point is, Lady of the Shire is somebody who is uh, comfortable outdoors. She knows her way around. She loves to, to be one with nature. Uh, somebody you definitely want on the trip with you because she's a calm. What does that mean to be one with nature? Maybe, maybe, maybe you're like a calming influence. You're like a, a steadfast presence. You know, mm. I'm the Lady of the Shire. What percentage of backpackers do you think have actually not seen Lord of the Rings? Oh, I want to say I want to say zero. Yeah, I think it's low. Um, I don't know. So I, I don't. Like, I don't think you have to defend this answer. I think that that people okay. will know what you're talking about. I'm just gonna say zero. Okay, and believe it. And 0%. believe it. Yeah, and believe it. Yeah. Our next quiz we're gonna talk about is for Flynn. Flynn Ryder, I like to call you. <laughs> I like that you have a pre-nickname for a trail name. Pre-nickname for a trail name. Flynn. Some of Flynn's answers included. Uh, he did have to pee. He's uncomfortable when he gets, you know, to the to the tent. Um, his tent picture caption was trying to find some peace, which I can, I think we can all can resonate with that. Um, the next podcast episode should be about a hike. I like to hear mm-hmm. about specific hikes, animals, plants, trail types, conditions, prep. The picture I found uh, randomly on the internet was all about how I feel when I find trail time which I think any backpacker hopefully feels when they're ready to go on a trip, yeah? We're going to plug this in. See what he gets. Flynn Ryder. Flynn. Flynnigan. You have been dubbed. You've been dubbed Helium's Envy. <laughs> and you're saying to me, Derek, he- Helium's Envy? What, what, what are you talking about? Helium's Envy. And I, th- I say, nay, nay, Flynn. Let me, let me answer this for you, Flynn. What is the most, what, what do you think about when you think of the most happy, happy things? I think of like balloons and what's inside balloons? Helium. I looked at this quiz and I read this quiz. I saw your answers and I was like, man, this makes me happy. Mm. This guy's a, this guy's going to be a joy to be with on the trip. Yeah. And I think, I think even helium would be envious of this guy's joy. Okay. So for me, like to have this guy on the trip, I'm kind of assuming based on what I read that he is a very pleasant backpack to be around. And everybody, as we've yeah. talked about on like multiple episodes, I would always prefer to be with somebody on the show who's pleasant. It's interesting your association with like joy and you know helium filled balloons because I guess I always viewed you as more of like a balloon popper. Mm, that's true. I am a balloon popper. Yeah, I, I'd be yeah. more like you know Bob's balloon popper. I don't know. I'd have to think of a name, something <laughs> like that. Bob's- you know, <laughs> and that has just supplanted Snow White as Bob's balloon. <laughs> Wait, I call myself like Needlepoint or something like that. I like Bob. <laughs> Bob the balloon. It's pretty creative, right? Nobody's ever thought of that. So the next the next quiz we're going with is by Nick D. Yes, this one this one right away got this one just bumped them up on the on the uh, generator uh, statistical analysis. You reached the trailhead, and what was your perfect meal? Uh, peanut butter cups. If anybody knows this, and I don't think anybody really knows this, I don't think I've said that. That is my v- food, my vice food. Uh, peanut butter cups are 
So good, especially dark chocolate peanut butter cup. That was a phenomenal answer. The Head in the Tent got Ultra Light King, uh, which was pretty bomb. And then the final one about the kid jumping was kids shouldn't drink coffee, which is very true. Right. So those were kind of some of the ambiguous answers he gave, in addition to all of his other answers. And let's plug this bad boy in. <laughs> Nick has been dubbed Chewbacca's beard. <laughs> and you're like, Derek, why Chewbacca's beard? Like, and I say to you, Nick, Chewbacca's beard. First of all, let's think about Chewbacca. This guy's a baller. This guy, this guy goes into any environment, gets the job done. Chewbacca's beard is just a, more of an expression of your ruggedness, your toughness, your just willingness to do what needs to be done, and follow through. And uh, what kind of backpacker wouldn't want somebody like that uh, next to them on the trail? I don't know. What if What if Chewbacca shaved his beard and then, like, that's it? Just the beard part? We got two more, Carl. We got two more here. <laughs> okay. The next quiz we're going to talk about is Tom's Quiz. And this is one of my favorite names. They're all... I enjoy all these names, but this is one of my favorite names only because I love this movie. There's a hint. All right, some of the answers he gave that were ambiguous, or the, for the subjective stuff, was the, okay. the head in the tent, he he was like, crud, I forgot to pack the fly. The rain, the rain fly on top so I could get rain on. Mm. Yeah, that was that good. was good um, noticing on that one, by the way. His meal is bacon cheeseburger with fries. Phenomenal. Uh, and for the kid yeah. in the air cheering, he put, I pooped in the woods and didn't get any on me, which I thought was great. That, was, that showed a lot of wisdom, a lot of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just to keep that poop off you. So I'm going to plug these in, and we're going to see what he gets. Here we go. Tommy, if you don't know what this name is, um, I'm going to have you do a little movie history research. The name that the generator popped out for you and dubbed you is Falcor's Breath. (laughs) Falcor's Breath. (laughs) And you're like, Derek, Falcor's, what are you talking about, Falcor? First of all, if you don't know Falcor, Falcor is from the movie NeverEnding Story. Right. He is the luck dragon. He is awesome. He is epic. He's super lovable and happy. But Falcor is kind of somebody that I think of as like they're like an epic person. They know a ton of stuff, but they don't they're not like overbearing. They're just kind of like there and they just they know when to say something. They know when to like, you know, urge somebody in the right direction. They know when they're kind of like that calm uh, presence. And uh, I would say for our group I would say that is probably Knowlton. Knowlton's kind of like our Falcor's breath. Like he mm. just he calms it. He's like, let's just do this. Let's do that. Let's say pause. So he's kind of yeah. like our, in my opinion, our Falcor's breath. Do, do, do you think Falcor has like dog breath? Mm, but he's a luck dragon. He's not a dog. First yeah. of all, he looks like a dog though. But I've never smelled a dragon, so I don't know. Different question. Same movie. Yeah, that's definitely a movie from our childhood that I think a lot of kids growing up in the '80s saw. But when you look back on it objectively, isn't that like? One of the weirdest, creepiest kids movies ever made. Totally, so super weird. And if you've ever yeah. seen the the second and third one, it's like it's even weirder. Doesn't even make. It, yeah, I didn't go that rude. The first one's the best by far. Okay, so the final yeah. the final quiz was an unknown person. I don't know who wrote some of these answers, but it was phenomenal. And so here's some of the answers. They obviously the caption for the head in the tent was this is you know basically he put. Or he or she put stupid light. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. <laughs> this is stupid light, which is like great for like ultralight people. Um, right. Which of the following is the scariest scenario? Watching Derek Somerville pull out chili mac with beef as his late night snack be- before <laughs> climbing into your tent with you. <laughs> that was amazing. That was so rad. And the chili mac, it stuck with people. It's so accurate, though, too. I would just, yeah. it would be gangbusters. And then the the one where the kid's jumping in the air, he put, or he or she put, Carl Mandrioli jumping for joy as a child because he doesn't have to, he, he doesn't have any shoulder injuries yet. And this is like pre-shoulder injury, Carl, which is so great. <laughs> Little would I know later on that Derek would just, yeah, If only you never admitted that. that. Uh, I'm excited to plug these in. Right. I have no idea what's going to come out. Um, yeah, what's going to come this Plug is, it. This is the Here we go. All right. The final name dubbed 
for our mystery backpacker. And it's it's kind of appropriate that this backpacker is a mystery, and they get this name. The name that they got is Yoda's Toe. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you're like... You're like, Derek, what is it? What are you talking about? You're such a weirdo. And I'm telling you, Yoda's toe. It's just, all this just reminded me, like, this person just seems really wise. I love the wisdom in their answers, all the answers. And I thought to myself, you only need a little bit of Yoda. And it goes a long way. Isn't it like, doesn't he have like a kind of a gross looking toenail? He's got a, he's trimmed? got some, yeah, I don't think he clips his toenails. So, you know, yeah. you know good, take that for what you will. But so there we have it, guys. Those are some of the names. I hope you enjoyed those names. Anything else you want to talk about? I think we got time for trivia. I think we should make tra- time for trivia. A quick triv? Okay. Um, thank you to the trail name generator. And yeah. please give us feedback if you actually use that name and use if you're not it. too embarrassed to do so. If you hate it, tell me. I apologize. Okay, so so there you go. That's our, our trail name generator episode. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. All right, so you you came up with the trivia, correct? I thought you were going to use your trivia. We can. I just put mine away. Did you do, do you have a trivia or no? Well, not now in front of me, no. I just put it away. Well, where would it have gone? I just put it in the other room when I had to take a break. Okay, so you want to use my trivia. Let's, let's use your trivia. Apparently it's better. Right. You know, whatever. No, I, I don't know if mine's better or not. I just, we had already done trivia that sort of involved trail names before, so I thought we got to theme it after our episode. So what about just nickname trivia? Okay. Like I give you the person's name, you give me their nickname. All right. Okay. These are these are famous folks. Of of you want me to give them a nickname that we had, or just come up with a brand? I name? would like you to identify who the person is and what their actual real life already given nickname is. Okay. All right. Here we go. Yeah. I got five. You got five. All right. I got five. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Okay. These, I don't think any of them have anything to do with backpacking. So <laughs> I guess I guess one indirectly does. Dwayne Johnson. The Rock. There you go. Yes. Cassius Clay. Muhammad Ali. Okay. So those are some kind of warm-up ones. All right. Now we're getting to um, oh to a little more challenging. We've got a woman named Alicia Cook. Alicia Cook? I'll give you a hint. Okay. Her first name is Alicia. Oh, wait. I am thinking of a different Alicia. Okay. Alicia Cook. Is this Alicia with an A or an E? With an A. Ah. I haven't okay. even heard of Alicia okay. with an E. Oh, yeah. There's a street near you that's named Alicia, and it has an A. Okay. I don't know. It's, I'm blanking on this one. Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys. Alicia too, Keys. Too late. I said it as you said it. <laughs> Alicia Keys. <laughs> Okay. Whew, at All the right. buzzer. At the buzzer. I'm going to go with a character name now. Okay. Mikey from Goonies. And you want me to tell you his real name? Yeah. Uh, oh, gosh. What was his name? You have already referenced a movie in this episode. Oh, oh it's, um, duh. It's uh, Sean Astin. Duh. Sean Astin. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. And I've actually met Sean Astin before. He's a super nice guy. So, side note there. All <clears> right. The last one. This one, I, I might, I'm probably going to butcher his last name. Oh, boy. But this is my favorite guy on the list by far. 
His name is Lawrence Turad. T-U-R-E-A-D. T-U-R-E-A-D. Tarid Tarad. I don't even know how you pronounce his last name. He obviously doesn't go by that last name, so. Mm. Oh, uh, Lawrence. I'm trying to think of Lawrence. Lawrence. Lawrence Tarad. Lawrence. I think I saw this. It was in, it's an older name. It's, I want to say it's like, okay. a, like an 80s name, maybe? Yep. He's most popular in the 80s. Lawrence. Lawrence. Oh, there's a guy. He's a, he's a, he's a. He's a, a TV actor. It, it, oh, it, it's um, it's um, Mr. T. Mr. T, you got it. Yeah. Good job. Uh, how did you get that one? I would not have gotten that one. I watched that show all the time, and I remember seeing something on the credits or something. Wait, what show? Are you talking about the A-Team? The A-Team. Talking about Rocky Three, WrestleMania? There's so many options. There's um, it was some of the credits. I remember seeing that. All right, so you got uh, four to five. Good job. No, 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 I got, I got five out of five. I got it at the buzzer. Four, four I, out of five. Nice. I think you uh, mis, misread that one, but it's okay. Yeah, I think if you say the correct answer after somebody says the correct answer, then that is not correct. But I think I said it as you were saying it. Does that count? Mm. Ty goes to the runner. I think Ty goes, Ty goes to the runner. We'll let the listeners decide. All right, guys. That was fun. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, we will see you next time on the B&B. And remember, guys, it is not backpacking unless... Carl, get some free gear from somebody to try out along the way. You guys have fun. I want to fly around the world. There was another nickname. Carl took the quiz. I popped it in the generator. I was like, what is Carl going to be? Like, some of these answers were ridiculous, you guys. It was like... I'm scared of crickets chirping. My death scenario is, you know, I stub my toe. Uh, I, I can't even, it, it's, it's laughable. So I plugged it in and the name Pebble Pusher came out. And I was like, Pebble Pusher? And the description was just like somebody who is just doing the minimal. You know, I mean, you, you don't want to load them up too big with too many responsibilities. And, and and that's, I don't get it. I don't get it. He plans all the trips, but I don't get it. But he's pushing pebbles, and he's making waves with those pebbles. Through the Blackwater bayous and in the dark Louisiana night floats a duck camp, alive with the sounds of swamp pop and the smells of Cajun cooking. Mississippi Delta in Venice to the Cajun prairies of the Southwest. Me and the Duck Camp Dinners crew will be hunting and eating it all. This is Duck Camp Dinner. Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. I'm Will Cooper, and you're listening to HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast on the Waypoint Podcast Network. Stick around as I bring you more stories and interviews from veteran hunters and industry professionals who inspire us all to be better equipped in the woods and in life.